So what God is saying to Abraham is, Abraham, I don't want you to pick a fight. Let me handle that. If someone's talking behind your back, leave them to me. I will show them who their daddy is. Who's your daddy? Right? And he's saying, I will bless those who bless you. I'll curse those who curse you. And all people on earth will be blessed through you. What a great promise. What a fantastic promise. Hallelujah. Now you see there are tremendous amount of blessings. But the key is Abraham had to believe in that promise. If you don't believe that you are blessed, then you can't walk in the blessing. Not only you can't walk in the blessing if you don't believe, you can't be a blessing to other people. You may say, what do I have? Praise God, you may have nothing because you have Christ in you and with Christ you have everything. Because Christ is not looking at your gifts. Christ is not looking at your talents and your skills and your abilities. What Christ is looking is at your heart. Amen. So God wants us to be a blessing. I want to live my life to be a blessing. I don't want to... To, 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 when I die, I don't want people to say, oh, well, he built this building or he built, I was watching a lot of uh, Nat Geo and uh, some of these amazing buildings. I've been reading a lot about Dubai and in the last 40 years, how the buildings have come up and all those things. But buildings come, buildings go. But I tell you what, we are in a business of building people. I want my life to matter in touching people's lives and I hope and pray that you will pray that God I want my life to matter in touching people's life that when I die people will say that he's touched so many lives I've been talking with some elderly pastors who've been pastored and retired they all talk about Rob Wheeler they all talk about Rob Wheeler because they know that he was a servant of God who moved faithfully in what God has commissioned him. Isn't that wonderful? So Abrahamic covenant, there are three promises. There was one for the promise of the land. Then there was a promise of the descendants. Then there's a promise of blessing and redemption. That was the promise of God to Abraham. But it's great, but Abraham had to believe. But if you jump into New Testament in Ephesians chapter 1 and verse 3, it says, Blessed be the God and the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us with every spiritual blessing in the heavenly places in Christ. My friend, I want you to know that you are blessed in Jesus. You lack nothing in Jesus. He is for you. The king, the God of the universe, he is for you. He's backing you. He is shouting and he is championing. The angels are looking at you and they're championing you because God is with you. He's blessed you with every spiritual blessing. Now the key is you need to believe in that. Only when I believe in it, I walk in it. Amen. See, the key is we've got to believe that we are blessed. And our blessing is not associated with our circumstances. No. Our blessing is associated 
with God and his word. My faith is associated to his word. That's why I believe in it. I don't feel blessed when I don't feel blessed because I don't have what I want. Or I feel blessed because I have what I want. That's not what I'm talking about. Whether you feel it or not, you have to know that you're blessed. Amen. And then you're able to walk out to be a blessing. And when you walk into a, I walked into a bank a couple of days, uh, four days ago, I walked into a bank and I was talking to this lady. I've probably once a year walked into a bank and I went in there and I'm talking to her. And, um, and, and God said, you're my son, represent me. So I started to represent God. I said, oh, I'm a pastor. And uh, da, da, da. she goes, I know your church. And I said, that's good. She goes to a Catholic church, but that's okay. But she goes, I know your church. And I have seen you guys on Facebook. I said, praise God. You know? And so, but I had to take that authority to say, God is with me. So I started talking about God in a bank. God opens doors. So we got to know we are blessed by God. So what is a biblical blessing? In the Old Testament, the word blessing is Barak, which means to speak the will or the plan or the desire of God or the intention of God. So when I say I bless you, what I am saying is it's already been established in heavenly realms. Now I bless you with that blessing. I speak the plan of God over your life. I speak the intentions of God over your life. When I bless you, I'm releasing those blessings. Hallelujah. In the New Testament, the word is eulogia, which means to speak God's intentions or praise. That's where the word eulogy comes from. We use the word eulogy like a praise. When people die, we stand up and talk about their life. But see, that's what a blessing is. We are walking in the blessings of God. And so how do we walk in the blessings of God? This is very important because I see a lot of us in Christendom, a lot of us have struggles. And struggles um, shouldn't be a foreign uh, concept to us. Because struggles are part and parcel of Christian walk. Amen. They're part and parcel of Christian walk. But how we respond and how we navigate through those struggles can either glorify God or bring destruction to us. But God wants us to glorify Him. In Psalm, how can I walk in the blessings of God? Psalm 103 verse 1. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me, bless His holy name. Bless the Lord, O my soul. Do you know what every morning, if you pray these kind of prayers, bless the Lord, O my soul, that is a gift God has given you, a new day. A new day. How many of you caught up on the news of the little young poor 14-year-old girl that got bitten by a shark in Wahi Beach. 14-year-old. 1, 13, 19. There was a 14-year-old die too. But anyway, in their teens. But the point is, she went swimming and never came back. Life is precious. Life is a gift from God. Don't take it for granted. Count it all joy. Count every day. And God has said, you wake up and go, bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all his benefits. 
who forgives all our iniquities, who heals all our diseases. Amen. Bless the Lord, O oh my soul, and forget not his benefits. Do you know what? The, if you can count, your hand starts hurting by the time you start jotting down how many blessings God has blessed you with. Come on. We have to be the most joyful, crazy Christians. True. Thank you. There's one with me here. But you've got to be crazy. Yeah, that's manifesting. Yeah. You know? But we've got to be joyful people. I'm not talking happy people. I'm talking joyful people. We've got to be joyful because bless the Lord, oh my soul. And I'm not going to forget what he did to me when I was 14. Oh, I'm not going to forget how God healed me. I'm not going to forget the blessings God has given me and my union with my wife. I'm not going to forget the blessings God has put in me. So the more I think about it, the more I shout his praise. I am grateful. That's why I worship God. I'm not putting up a show. I worship God. I can't wait to worship with church. I'm not saying that because I'm a pastor. There's a biblical thing. When we come and shout his praise, because we're looking back and saying, God, I thank you for you. How can I be quiet? How can I be quiet? So bless the Lord, O oh my soul, and forget not his benefits, who forgives our in your iniquities, who heals our diseases or your diseases. So I want to encourage you, 2020. Sorry, 2021. I was testing you. You know, we don't know what 2021 will hold for us. But we know who holds 2020. 21. I was testing again. We don't know what 2021 will hold for us, but we know who holds 2021. Jesus Christ. And I tell you what, when you trust in him, he will not let you down. I was teaching my daughter yesterday driving. I said, you know what, I will let you down. She was grumpy with me. And so she was telling me that she was grumpy with me. I said, I'm, I'm sorry, honey, but she was, I was telling her, I've let you down and I'm sorry about that. And I started to tell her, but God will never let you down. He will not let you down. You may feel God's let you down. No, no, no. That's a deception from the devil. He will not let you down. He won't let you down. Trust in him. Walk in the blessings of God. I got to believe I walk in the blessings of God. Like the royal family, they're just born into the royal family. But just because they're born, there's a blessing that comes upon them. And they got to walk in that. Amen. Just like your children. Because they're blessed in your family, they walk into the house and clean your fridge. They have the right to because they're your children. But if they come and do it in my house, I will kick them out. No. But there is, there's a freedom. See, walking in the blessing is making the most of those blessings. Walking in those blessings means walking in the promises of God that he has promised for you. And his promise is yea and amen. Romans chapter 1 verse 22. 
21 to 23. This is, this is good. It's, it's quite interesting, really. It says, because although they knew God, they did not glorify him as God. I don't want us to be like that. I don't want our church to be like that, where they, although they knew God, they did not glorify him as God, nor were thankful, but became futile in their thought, and their foolish hearts were darkened. I don't want us to relate to that scripture. Professing to be wise, they became fools. That's why we're a church. I said, Joseph, how are you? Good is the standard answer. But you know, really, are we good, good, good? Because in, we, we profess to be what? Everything is good. Everything is good. Everything is good. But we are, everybody knows it's not good. But after a while, we catch up to that. And it's not good. That's what the scripture is saying. Professing to be wise, they become fools. We are a church family. Amen. I want to say to you, thank you for praying for my wife, my children, and I. Thank you. We receive your prayers. I genuinely do. I am thankful for your prayers because it's important to pray for one another. I am the first one. If I'm messed up in the head, I come and say, please pray for me. I need prayers. I do need prayers. Why do I say that? We are family. We all have ups and downs. So I'm saying, let's not... Just say, God, we know you. Although the new God that did not glorify him, well, nor were they thankful, but became futile in their thoughts, and their foolish hearts were dark, and professing to be wise, they became fools, and changed the glory of the incorruptible God into an image made like a corruptible man. So I want to encourage you. How to walk in the blessings of God? Count your blessings. Count your blessings. Count your blessings. Amen. You are blessed to be a blessing. Abraham was blessed because Abraham was blessed. His nephew Lot was blessed. And Abraham's servants were blessed. Solomon was blessed. Solomon's uh, uh, um, maids were blessed. Solomon's servants were blessed. God wants us to be a, a blessing to others. The devil wants us to bring curse, but God wants us to bless. And we are to bless people. Amen. So how can I bless people? How can I bless people? I tell you, church, I want to encourage you. The best way to have fun in life is to be a blessing. Be a blessing. It's not buying another jet ski. As much as that's fun. But the best way to live a life of fun is bless people. And when you bless people, it brings joy to God. Not blessing people because if I bless Sandra with something and then go, you know, and she's not grateful, I'll, I'll be watching her. I blessed her with that. Hmm. She's not grateful to me. Hmm. No, I know. I'm just picking on you because you are. I didn't want you to pick on anyone else. No. But, you know, bless it. Oh, oh, she's not that grateful. I gave her this expensive gift. But she's not grateful. She only said, thank you. Not thank you. You see, when you bless, you bless because God wants you to bless them. Amen. Don't bless with strings attached. Don't bless with expectations. But you can't bless people if your heart is not right with God. 
That's what I'm talking about. So number one, how can we be a blessing to others? Number one, I've got three points. No, I've got a few points, but uh, number one is with your heart. Your heart has to be right. Amen. Matthew chapter 12, verse 34 says, For out of the abundance of your heart, the mouth speaks. And a good man out of the good treasure of his heart brings forth good things. And an evil man out of the evil treasure brings forth evil things. Out of the abundance of your heart, the mouth speaks. And you know what? Um, Abraham, Isaac, Isaac, Isaac blessed Jacob and Esau. These are the blessings. Your heart has to be right. Your heart has to be right. If your heart's not right, your blessings can't have a good impact. Your heart has to be right when you're serving God. See, critical heart develops a critical tongue. Out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. If my heart is critical, my tongue is critical. If I, my heart is self-righteous, then I begin to develop a judgment tongue. I serve everybody. You don't serve anybody. Self-righteous. Ungrateful heart develops a complaining tongue. You're never happy. You're never happy. How are you? I'm okay. You're never happy. Why? Because the heart's not right. But if your heart is right, loving heart develops a generous tongue. Amen. Because I love God and I love you, I want to speak blessings over you. I want to speak. Who cares we mess up? Who cares? I love you. Let's move on. Why? Because you have a loving heart. A peaceful heart develops a reconciling tongue. And a grateful heart develops a thankful tongue. Amen. Imagine if we have these things. We, you will be attractive. You will be attractive. I don't go look at Shohan and go, whoa, Shohan's coming, I better avoid him. No, I want to look at Shohan. Shohan, why? He's got a thankful heart. A generous tongue. Speaks life. Speaks hope and encouragement. So I want to ask you, check your heart. How's your heart? Number two, our minds. Proverbs chapter 23 verse 27 says, For as he thinks in his heart, so he is. A mind is very important. When you look at yourself, how do you see yourself? Do you see yourself as, I am blessed by God? Or do you see yourself as, I am just nothing? Because as you think, so are you. If you think you're a failure, you will project failure. If you think you're unwanted, you will push people away. No matter what I say to you, you will never receive it because in your heart, in your mind, you know that you're unwanted. So you will always push people away. So your mind is very important. So as a man thinks in his heart, so he is. Philippians chapter 4, 8 says, And now dear brothers and sisters, one final thing. 
One final thing. Fix your what? Your thoughts on what is true. What is true? You are loved by God. That's truth. You are precious by God. That's truth. Not what he thinks. And what and honorable and right and pure and lovely and admirable. Think about things that are excellent and worthy of praise. Isn't that cool? You know, I always joke with uh, Lisa and Tom that Pastor Bruce is Mr. Positive. He's always positive. Even in negative, he's positive. And uh, he's always positive. I say if you have a bad news, give him a call. Seriously. And I, like, I mean, I joked with Lisa. I'm just saying because you're in the house today, Pastor Bruce. But I said to Lisa and Tom one day, even if someone gets a report from a doctor, you have 30 minutes to live. That's it. Pastor Bruce, you ring him and go, isn't that wonderful? You still got 30 minutes. <laughs> he will see something positive in that. You know? <laughs> but <laughs> seriously, you're, you're having a bad day, give him a call. He will uplift you. 30 minutes, what can you do, my friend? Come on, the best is yet to come in the 30 minutes for you. Seriously, that's good hope. It's good. So fix your eyes. Can I encourage you prayerfully, please? Can you make that a prayer that I'm going to fix my eyes on those things that are true? What is true? That I am a child of God. And if God before me, who can be against me? I am blessed by God. And I am ahead, not the tail. I am above, not beneath. That's the truth. I am healed even though I've got sickness, but I am healed in Christ. And if my time comes, my time comes, but I'm going to go with praise in my mouth. Not sitting there accumulating my, um, whatever I'm accumulating. No, 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 I want to praise him. When I go, I'm going to want my hands up and I go. That's the truth. Honor, right, pure, lovely. Think about lovely things about people. And if your heart is not lovely, you can't think about lovely things about other people. True? Amen? Is this good? Last one. In, in, in scriptures, with, with our, the other way you can bless people, number one is with your heart, number two is with your mind, number three is with your words. Our words can be used to bless people or curse people. Amen. Proverbs 18.21 says, Death and life are, the power, are in the power of the tongue. And those who love it will eat its fruit. My question is, what's coming out of your mouth? Hallelujah. What's coming out of your mouth? Is it all garbage or is it praise? Death and life are in the power of the tongue. See, life and death, positive and negative, constructive or destructive, that's the power of our tongue. And we often say this here in this house, we say it, it's not about right and wrong. If it was about right and wrong, we are all wrong. None of us deserve his mercies. None of us deserve his grace. We are all wrong. We are born in sin, David says. But it's about life and death. Isn't that wonderful? 
That's why we want to bring life into our families. Why? Kids are always wrong, according to me, because they're kids. They're always wrong. But it's not about right, wrong and right. It's about life and death. Am I adding life? Are you adding? I tell you what, these chairs will not be empty if you are adding life in people's life outside. So this year, 2021, I'm believing that we will be a people that will be known to be blessing people. I am praying and believing that we will walk in the blessings of God and that we're going to bless people. We're going to bless them without any strings attached. We're going to bless them however we can and however God has enabled us to bless, we will bless people without any strings attached. My prayer for us as a church that we will be known as a church that is generous. This church has a generous seed. I said this. Four things. We are a generous church. We are a prophetic church. There's a pioneering spirit and the spirit of worship over this church. Not because I've started it, but because we, that's what I've inherited it from Pastor Ra, Pastor Bruce. That's what I've inherited. It's a very generous church. So we need to steward that, not abuse that. It's a church that is worship in truth and in spirit. But we need to cultivate the truth and spirit in our worship. Pioneering spirit. You sit down with these guys. I mean, Pastor Bruce, Pastor Rob's not here. Sit down with them. Some crazy ideas. Good crazy ideas. You're like, wow. But you see, God is a God of generations. That's what we forget about. God is a God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. And after Jacob, he brought Joseph. And through Joseph, the tribe, the 12 tribes of Israel. It is through Joseph, isn't it? Jacob, sorry, sorry. Jacob, yeah. Jacob, isn't it? Yeah, Jacob, Israel, that's right. Not Joseph. That's right. So you got, you got the J Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, who is Israel, and the tribes came out of him. God is a God of blessing. Amen. I want to ask you, engage and encourage young people, please. Engage and encourage young people. Bless them. And, uh, uh, and may you uh, uh, continue to pour out in them. Because you see, and those who, the second part of that verse says, and those who love it will eat its fruit. It's saying what you sow is what you reap. What you sow is what you reap. And Job chapter 3 verse 25, if, do I have it there? It says, for one thing I greatly feared has come upon me and what I dreaded has happened to me. So if I always think about, for instance, if I, I'm giving an example. If I want to think about, I'm going to burn out, I'm going to burn out, I'm going to burn out. Guess what? My eyes are on burnout, not on the one who is a burning eternal flame. You with me? So if my eyes are on burnout, I will burn out. But if my eyes are on the burning bush, my heart will be burning forever. So I'm asking you, what you fear? Job is saying, what I feared has come upon me. That's why I don't want to fear anything. I want to serve God. I want to serve God. And God, next week I want to talk about how do we walk with God. Enoch walked with God. I've got a beautiful sermon. I've planned it. I thought I'll leave it for next week. That's what I felt. But how do we walk with God? God doesn't want you to run with him. God doesn't want you to glide with him. God wants you to walk with him. And the greatest difficult thing for us today is we can't walk with God because we're so busy. 
Blessings will follow those who walk with God. And I want to talk about that next week. But this is what I want to say. Let's not focus on the negative. Let's not focus on the negative. Amen. Let's focus on the pro promises of God. And so number four is bless your home. Bless your home. Bless your marriage. Bless your children. What you speak at home is very important. Bless your home. Bless your wife. Bless your children. Bless your parents. Bless your home. Bless your marriage. And, and, you know, I pray over my house. I pray over my children. That's something that my dad taught me. Without even thinking, I lay hands on them and I pray for them. When they go to school every day. And so bless you, lay hands on your children and pray for them. And if I'm busy, I forget. They remind me, you didn't pray for me today. It's just become natural. Pray for them. The other thing, bless your church. Amen. Don't curse the church. Because when you speak against the church, you're speaking against the bride of Christ. Amen. Speak against, don't speak against, don't speak against the bride of Christ. Pray for the church, bless the church. Amen. Just as I say to you, I'm not doing you a favor by serving you. I'm doing myself a favor. Because I'm fulfilling the call he's placed in my life. I'm not doing you a favor. And I hope you do the same, that when you serve God, that you're doing yourself a favor. Because when you serve God, you open up heavens and the blessings will come on you. At your workplace, don't be negative at workplace. You know, we're starting the year. We're starting the year. Change some habits. Don't be negative at your workplace. And just speak life over your workplace. Speak life over our community. Speak life over our city. Speak life over our nation. Bless our nation. Amen. So what I want to do, can I get the worship team up please? What I want to do this morning is we're going to go, we're going to have a little bit of worship time, but after this I want you to really open your mouth and I want you to bless. Amen. 2020, can we enter into 2020 as a house of God, we've gathered together in 2021, sorry. 2021. In 2021, I was just making sure you were awake, you know. Uh, 2021, I'm glad you're listening. You know, 2021, uh, can we, as a family of God, can we enter into 2021 with all the promises that God has already given us and let's claim it, let's believe it, and by faith, we have to say, like Jabez said, I'm not moving until you bless me. I'm not moving until you bless me. So God, I pray that you will bless my family. I pray you bless my household. I pray you bless my church. I pray you bless my job, my business. Let's enter with that grateful heart. Let's enter with a prophetic prayer. God, I thank you that you see me as a, as a king, as a priest. And I'm going to act as a king and as priest. I'm going to act as a child of God. Nothing less.